You're listening to Lego Masters Deconstructed. Welcome back to Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. Goodness me, we just had the second to last episode. How time flies when you're having fun. And we had our last elimination as well for the season. Lexi and Rachel said goodbye, spoiler alert. Uh, Michael and Zoe, what did you guys think? One might say it was a semi-final, parentheses. Um, <laughs> so in, in finals, I thought I thought the challenge was a really cool one and a really unique one because it sort of forced you to, to consider what happens under the cloud um, as well. So you have to tie in the sort of above and below stories or, or make it all continuous. It's always fun when Brickman's team gets to absolutely flex on every contestant with like the build starter to be like here's the best cloud you've ever seen <laughs> good luck building on it i also really liked it i thought it was interesting that they said at the start that it's like a 360 build you have we're going to look at it from all angles because we don't normally do that we normally kind of just look at the builds from front on so i think that was an extra challenge for the teams i also liked that it was 14 hours because i was getting really sick of 10 hour builds <laughs> i just thought you can do so much more in 14 hours We also had a little guest appearance from someone that we thought at the very start of this season might make a return, and he did. Geordie came back very briefly, not really to do anything, but it was fun seeing him on screen again. He kind of just comes and and vibes. I feel like that's what happened last season as well, where he's just like, hey, guys, I'm just here. But in a way, isn't Janitor Geordie always there? <laughs> yeah. He's the, he's the ghost in the studio. That is a real person still. That's right. He's like the Phantom of the Opera Lego Masters Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump straight into the teams. So Alex and Caleb, they did the Gone Fishing build. I think this was my favourite. I really liked this from them. This old fisherman catching birds for his like fat cat in the corner. I just thought it was really fun. I liked that they were having a great time. And I'm just really glad to see that they're on this like upward streak with their building. Careful, Zoe. Michael probably has fisherman PTSD still. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about fishermen. Although to be fair, <laughs> I never went home on a fisherman, so it's fine. No, that's true. That's true. No, I agree. I thought I think it was just a, a nice twist on a classic fisherman. Mm. Um, it sort of really fit the brief and. I was having a chat with Zoe earlier, and we we both agreed. I feel like they laid the most brick as well, mm. um, which I think sort of added to their story because, as we know, big is always better on the show. Yeah, big old boat. Also, big DreamWorks energy with this one, like a dude fishing from a cloud. I wonder yeah, if that was or not. <laughs> I thought that too. They were also really the only team to do something totally different. Like all the other teams used the cloud and sort of did something to do with weather or the sky, but these guys kind of just went out on their own thing (laughs) (laughs) all the way over here. Yeah. It was just about the only thing that was minifig scale as well, which obviously sets it apart. Um, But obviously a big risk in a semifinal when you've got two characters and you've got to nail both of them, Mm. which which they ended up doing. But I also thought the birds were pretty cool. If you go have a look at their faces, the birds are, are really sick in the story it tells, you know, yeah, the bird Alex. on the boat with no no meat on them, on the legs. <laughs> yeah, Alex did a great job of the birds. They looked awesome. I also really liked the anchor. I know Brickman pointed that out. I know Brickman pointed that out as well, but I just thought that was just such a funny addition. 
the anchor that doesn't go into anything. <laughs> yeah, is it hanging just by the Lego chain? Like, is that how it's suspended? Because that's cool. Or is there like another secret yeah. little rope or something? Uh, I think it's on the chain that goes up and into the boat. Yeah, so it might cool. be. Yeah, secured in there. I I can't say. I I haven't really had a too too good a look at it, how the anchor anchor is anchored on. I'm just zooming in on Instagram trying to figure out. It looks like they've just got the Lego chain attached to the cloud and wrapped it around the anchor, mm. which which is cool. I like that. The clutch power on those chains is pretty good. They do they do hold on pretty well. Let's jump to Nick and Jean who did this like wizard's castle that produces rainbows. This was really cool as well. I loved the rainbow idea and how they had like the different items that were being turned into the rainbow, like the teddy bears and all the different fruits of different colors. I thought that was really fun. The rainbow didn't line up, which Brickman pointed out. The thing that I was confused about was I think at one point Jean said, we're going to put the rainbow underneath right in the middle so that it's like the most impact. But now that I'm looking at it, it's not It's not right in the middle. It's actually like kind of to the left anyway. So I wonder if they could have lined it up somehow. Yeah, I think I think that would be my only knock on this build was the, the fact that the rainbow doesn't line up. I don't know why. Maybe it's my OCD kicking in. Yeah. But I think that would have sort of completed it. Um, but, again, I think it was because it was meant to be a big flying contraption so it was moving forward. I mean, could they have got really, really technical and had all the rainbows on a on an angle so it looked like the rainbows were moving oh. along with the flying contraption. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's asking a, a lot in a 14-hour challenge, but, you know, just a thought that comes to mind. It's interesting that everyone's having such strong reactions to the rainbow placement because <laughs> when I first saw it, my instant thought was that the rainbows, like, went inside the cloud where they sort of, like, became centered as a result of the shape of the cloud and that they, then they came out like the bottom of the cloud. And I was like, oh, cool, I like that it's offset. But then everyone's been like, oh, the rainbows are wrong. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm wrong. Sorry, guys. Um, either way, propeller's always good. A flappy propeller castle. A flappy propeller castle. Great. That's what they should have called it. Let's go to Henry and Joss who did the Aztec Sky God. They had a name for the creature. It was really long, so I don't know what it was. And I don't know how to pronounce it. But it was like this serpent thing with wings it looked really cool. I really felt for these guys, this build, because obviously like pretty much half the build, they had builder's block and they were struggling and they were second guessing themselves. And I just wanted to give them a big hug. I think these guys are like my my favorite child where they can just do no wrong. And I know, <laughs> I know it's a bit bare, but still I think it looks sick. And I know they sort of built something similar in the first first episode, but that doesn't, that doesn't make this one any more unique. Like I think... In terms of colours, they chose a great palette where the green really contrasts mm. on the on the white and then, you know, the pinks and the magentas on the wings, I think, really make this thing pop on top of that Aztec temple. Um, but probably the only thing it's lacking for me is those minifig details, you know. Yeah. Rather than a human sacrifice because, as we know, this is a kid's show, um, <laughs> potentially they could have done something similar where instead of a sacrifice it was just a minifig holding a, a tomato sauce bottle over a, over a minifig on the table and that sauce was then running down and they were summoning, oh, yeah, yeah. summoning the big beastie. But I think at the end of the day I still think it's a really sick build and it'd be one I'd more than happily hang up somewhere in my house. <laughs> Fully agree on all of that. The other thing I wanted to shout out was the way they integrated the temple into the cloud was really cool. I feel like they're probably the team that made the cloud a part of their build the most as opposed to just sitting 
on top of it. It really feels like the temple is coming out of the cloud in a way that's unique to them. Yeah, totally. I think definitely their technical ability pulled them through a bit on this build because, like you said, Michael, it, it is probably a bit bare compared to the other ones, but that creature just looks insanely good. Lastly, we had Lexi and Rach, who unfortunately were our eliminated team this episode, the last elimination of the season, which must be devastating. They did the weather station and I actually really liked this idea. Like I thought it was really fun to think that there's this like world up there who are just randomly picking what the weather is that day. But I think they just really struggled to execute what was in their head and they just they just couldn't quite get it down like they wanted to. Yeah, I agree. I think the the idea and the concept was pretty cool. And but even the, the there's a whole bunch of little stuff on the build that's really cool, you know, like the little sunglasses although I'm looking at the build now and I can't see the sunglasses on the on the sun. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of really cool little components to the build, even the way that the tornado was done mm. for the wind wind factory. I think it was more execution that potentially let them down, I think. But I actually really like it, so I think they should be really, really happy that they, if they, if they go home, they go home on a on a really good build, which I think they definitely did. One thing I was confused about was that the weather that day is like lightning and a storm, but on the actual wheel, the arrow is pointed to the sun. And so I wasn't sure if it was just like they'd built it and then decided to do this lightning underneath and then they were sort of having issues with that wheel as it was and it was just too hard to change or if they just didn't realise. But that was like my main thing where I was like, that doesn't seem to add up. I like how that's that's the issue with it. it the, the sign, oh, that's, that's my the biggest sign issue. didn't add up. No. Um, <laughs> But I think even technically that like the that wheel is a wheel that is a round mm. oh, yeah. round thing made out of Lego and it's quite big and quite difficult to do. So well done to the to the girls, Michael. How would you have done that? Because when I was watching Rach build it, she, I think she was trying to get the whole wheel to spin, and I was thinking, couldn't she have made like the wheel with the different weather options around the outside, and then had like an arrow in the middle of it that, and just the arrow moves so that she didn't have to try get the whole wheel to move? Or is that harder? <laughs> I don't know if it's harder. I think I think it's sort of personal choice. I think p- potentially what I, what I would have really loved to have seen is rather than have it, you know, all spinning at once, there's, there's mechanisms you can use with the Technic bricks where you can actually have it so it stops, so it, like it clunks over sort of thing, so it goes like stop 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 right rather than it continually spinning because i think that would have really added that effect of the weather the weather's changing but at least it stops a little bit on each one and you can actually um do it so it's sort of you extend out the periods of those stoppages as well but i think i think i probably would have just made the wheel spin to be honest i think that for me that Mm. would have been easier um, and I potentially wouldn't have had the big wheel in the background. I would have just had how Rach had the, um, like the dial on it with the with the different weather systems. I think you could have just, I think you could have gotten away with just that on a say a black background or something. Yeah, on like almost like a windmill type star rather than it being on a building. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, I think it looks looks great. 
unfortunately, they were eliminated, which, you know, as we've said, it's just the structure of the show, which we have our issues with. But teams are going to go and we're going to be sad about it. And we're going to do our best to move on and live another day and keep our heads held high as we watch the finale and try not to think about all the losses that have befallen us as we go. If we could do it for Michael and Harry last season, Zoe, if we could watch the finale and not boycott the show, we can do it for Lexi and Rachel, is what I'm saying. Very true. (laughs) I'm keeping that in. I think, look, at the end of the day, I think Lexi and Rach should be very proud of themselves. It was a great build, like, to go home on, I think, I mean... That you never want to go home, but they should still be very proud of what they did. And yeah, they, they had a good run. I also love that we got to have that moment with Rachel and Brickman as yeah, well. Yeah, me too. Like, it kind of felt like the end of their story arc in, in a really nice way. And so yeah. I appreciated the show taking the time to do that. So as we know, we're up to the last episode, the grand finale. Very bittersweet. Excited to see what everyone does. Sad the season's over but mostly excited to see what everyone does. I can't wait for the finale build. I think it's going to be unreal. I think we have some really cool stuff with three really unique builders or building teams. Um, So I think we're in for one heck of a (laughs) build-off. I mean, theoretically, these would be the three best builds of the entire season, right? Like that's the plan, I'm sure. I'm I'm sure that's what the teams are hoping. I can't wait to see what we get. Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) I would love to know... If any of the teams, and mainly Henry and Joss, I'm thinking here, if they had a plan for what their final build would be if they made it to the finale and if that has changed at all along the way based on other things they've they've built or challenges that where they've maybe had to use that idea. Not that, not that I can speak of having built in a finale, but I can confirm that people do have ideas and they certainly do change as the competition goes through mm. at Dave and Gus. I knew I know that <laughs> their original plan was not two deer in a forest, um, but that's not for me to say what it was. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. Uh, we'll be back with another episode about the finale very soon, probably tomorrow. Uh, so you'll have you'll have a bit of time to ruminate on what you saw in the finale, and then you can think to yourself, "I wonder what Zoe, Michael, and Michael thought of it." <laughs> marinate, ruminate, oh, all the eights. Marinate and ruminate, and then we'll be there in your in your ears, just talking it up and talking it down as they're stewing in their juices. Stewing in those Lego juices, juicy Legos. That's so many words being said that I don't like. <laughs> Anyway, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Logomasters underscore deconstructed and on Twitter at LMD the pod. Tell us your thoughts on the final build. What was your favorite? Any questions you have? And we will try to answer them, but we actually don't know that much. And we only recently just found out that apparently the Twitter account had been yeah. set to like DMs from follows only. And so I reckon we missed out on probably like 350,000 DMs probably, because yeah. they weren't on public, but they are now on public. So you scooch in, send us um, your thoughts and whatever. This is a very popular podcast. We get three or four downloads an episode. So I'm <laughs> pouring in. And again, thanks to, thanks to Caleb for uh, downloading the episode three to four times an episode. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to Caleb. 
our only listener. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.